0: Welcome to I Should Be Sleeping. As of right now, it is October 17th, a Saturday in Arizona and at 7.13 a.m. So I've been awake since 9 a.m. October 16th, Arizona time. My dog woke me up. So previously, I stayed up until 4 a.m., didn't really fall asleep until 6, and then my dog woke me up at 9 a.m., and I've been up since then. Why was I up till 4 a.m., you ask? I will tell you. So I am starting a new job where my shift is going to be the night shift. So I thought, you know, it starts in a week. I'll just get used to my schedule. I'm normally up all night anyway. So staying up until 4 a.m. was the easiest thing in the world. But of course I set my alarm to wake up at 1am and my cute little dog Colby Jack decided, Hey, let's wake mom up at nine. So that happened. And then as the day kind of progressed and I was trying to be productive, but I pretty much lollygagged the most of the day and you know, my mom, she's working from home. And of course I live with my parents she sends me to the store to get cornbread mix and she didn't even make the cornbread which I'm a little disappointed about because I was looking forward to the cornbread and then I you know I went to Taco Bell I got some bean and cheese burritos because you know lady likes to grub and which Colby Jack my dog decided to open one somehow like he unwrapped it and licked it and I was kind of upset, but I had, like, two other ones, so it was fine. So then after that, in a random bout of trying to be responsible, I decided that I was going to get some bridge medication. So a little background on me. I was diagnosed a bit ago, like, I really don't have dates, with bipolar 2 disorder and general anxiety disorder. So I'm on medication compliant with my meds, currently in flux with doctors because of benefits or whatever. It's a whole crazy mess out there. Apparently in Arizona, it's exceptionally worse from what I've heard, but you know, hopefully it's better in other places. But yeah, so I needed to go to this like urgent psychiatric care place so I could get bridge medication Because I don't have an appointment until two weeks and I was running out and I didn't really want to get off of it because last time was absolute tragedy for me when I did. So, of course, I don't like going new places by myself. So, you know, I'm texting my friend, one of my best friends, and I'm like, so I need to go to this place in Phoenix, which, pause, South, like Phoenix, anything Phoenix, freaks me out. Like, I hate it. Like, if I can not go to Phoenix I will find a way which was awful because I worked in Phoenix so that was that was those were tough times that was a tough 10 years for me anyway unpause so you know she's like oh yeah come get me I'll go so I drive I go get her we go to Phoenix, which she drove me to Phoenix because she's amazing. And she goes in with me and sits in the waiting room. I get all signed in, you know, I answer all the questions, you know, the usual, like on a scale to one to 10, how do you feel, blah, blah, blah. And then it's time for me to go back. So I'm the kind of person I travel with everything I'd imagine I would need if I was like bored and stranded somewhere. It's almost like a leftover from my high school days where I was like, my parents were ministers and we were always at church. And so I was stuck there. So I would just have journals and books and notebooks and pens and coloring stuff. So I, of course, packed like my journal and my iPad and my cell phone. And I think I had a book in my bag and I was just, I was ready, you know, just in case like a 10 hour wait or something. But they called me back really quick and they were like, leave your stuff or put it in a locker. And I was like, what do you mean? Like, I can't go back there with my phone. That makes no sense. But I was like, fine. I left it with my friend. They even took my pill bottles, which I brought for reference and put them in a locker. And I was like, I don't understand why I can't take these with me. But they were like, no. I was like, all right, I'll follow the rules. You know, I'm here for help. So then they do like the blood pressure, vitals, whatever. They made me pee in a cup. Which was, you know, didn't bother me as much as it probably should. I don't know if it should have. I'm not really sure on those procedures. But I was like, fine, I'll pee in your cup. And then they put me in this office. So, as I've said, I have anxiety. So, one of my triggers is being in new places. Which is why I took a friend. So, imagine I'm in this brand new place without my phone. With no journal, it's just me in this mask, with in this generic office with like a brown desk and this black computer. There's a whiteboard on the side of one of the walls, like written with things I don't understand. There's posters. And I honestly can't even remember what they were saying. I was so anxious. My legs were bouncing and I was picking up my cuticles trying not to just like destroy the little bit of nail growth I have because I am an extreme nail biter. And this room, you know, it's like the white linoleum floor and this big brown door and the window is blacked out. Like there's the whole black paneling on the door. So I'm just kind of like, why is this like this? And so I'm in this room and the door is partway open. So I can just see like this white linoleum tiles outside the door it's like this long hallway and it's quiet it's like pin drop quiet but then every now and again i'll hear like keys jangling or someone cough or someone cry door slamming and it's freaking me out. Like I'm just I'm getting anxious. So I get up and I start pacing. I'm trying to text my friend on my Apple Watch, which they didn't take. And it, you know, it's it's a struggle. So then I hear a nurse come in, come running in, shouting for a provider because someone passed out in the lobby, which amped my anxiety up probably to like it's eight or so. So I'm pacing, trying I'm like, okay, you're just you're here to get help it's fine but in my head (laughs) the things i do to myself and my brain in my head i was just like what if i leave this room and there's just like the zombie apocalypse has happened like i walk out and everyone's a zombie and just like i can't get out i don't have a gun they freak me out i like i can't fight so i'm just gonna die i'm just gonna be a zombie in this mental like institution the urgent care place and I I'm not sure if I could handle just being a zombie like who's gonna do my hair like it was just these random racing thoughts that started up from this and then because my friend was with me my other thought was what if they steal her what if they take her and then pretend like I didn't come with anyone and then when I insist decide to commit me and then like steal my organs and I would just, like, be awake through all of this for some reason. Like, it was crazy. I was trying really hard to calm myself down because I was, whew, it was rough. So then, finally, after, I don't even, I won't, I didn't really look at the time because I was too busy panicking. But the doctor came in and he was asking me, like, you know, all the standard questions. Like, do you have a safety plan? Like, is it people in your life supportive? Blah, blah, blah. All that. All that. And then he just as easily was like, all right, I'll fill your meds. Here's a refill just in case like you don't have your appointment or whatever out the door. And (laughs) I cackled at myself all the way to the car because I was really just like, I really thought they were just going to steal my friend. And she was laughing because she texted her husband like our location and was like in case were like lost because I guess I freaked her out with my freak out. So it ended well, but the general experience has stuck with me, which is one of the reasons that I am wide awake right now. And then the other reason is we went to celebrate a birthday of my friend's husband. And we ended up going back to the hotel room and just yakking it up all night until like 4 something a.m. And we just talked about a lot. But mostly we talked about my writing, which is kind of a pain point for me because I don't do as much of it as I should. And I'm not as far into my writing career as I would like to be because I don't do as much of it as I should. So we talked a lot about that and all the things that go into world building. And it was pretty cool to have like a captive audience kind of ready to listen to that because honestly it sounds more like rambling than this probably is when I start talking about my writing. So, I mean, that part was, it was fun for me. I'm not really sure how to convey it out loud for other people because a lot of personal things were said. It was very lovely. And then, you know, which pause, I have to mention that a while ago, I want to say like maybe four months ago, I stopped drinking because it, which I didn't drink a lot before, but it really affects me now. I don't, I am pretty certain it's because of the medication, but it really just like messes with me. So I was just like, you know what? I'm just not like I had a Pepsi. They had like their beers and stuff. And I actually had a good time because part of my brain was like, if I can't drink, how do I get along socially? Even though people do it all the time. So that was like a win for me. So i pause. Um, we leave the hotel. It's about 445, almost 5 a.m. You know, I get them home because we used my car and then I drive myself home and I'm like, I'm going to go home. I'm going to kiss my little doggy because it's been a long day. We're going to cuddle a little bit. I'm going to hop in the shower, which I did. And then I'm going to get in the bed and I'm going to go to sleep. I don't even think I touched my bed for like an hour. Like this is the longest I've been on my bed and I'm recording the first episode of a new podcast. I say new because I have another one called tragic reader that is it's fun but it's you know it's tragic but tragically fun I guess um what else yeah so I'm just kind of hanging halfway off my bed with no undies on living my best life so fan going sun rising puppy sleeping next to me my baby literally just like half under my pillow and I wonder how he doesn't suffocate because he likes to sleep like under the blankets under my butt I'm just like why are dogs like this why are they like this But um so all in all it was a really good day but these are the things that are running through my mind where I'm just like man I just today was kind of rough and wonderful at the same time and normally normally I would Ramble all of this off to my mother, but she's like sleeping, so it'd be kind of rude to like at seven a.m. be like, "Hey, I can't sleep. I have a story for you." So disrespectful, you know. So hopefully, after this, I can kind of get myself together, perchance, and go to sleep like a normal person. Well, semi-normal person. But I kind of doubt it, you know? But yeah, that's another phrase you'll hear quite a bit, but yeah. So, my name is Jade, and I should probably be sleeping.